Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to The Corporate Casket, a semi-weekly series where bad businesses go to die. We will discuss any and everything from bad charities, terrible CEOs, and people that have a lot to hide. Now, today we're going to be talking about a company that really isn't talked about much anymore, but I think the impact and just like what happened to them in general is really important to go over. And we're gonna be talking about when hair. Now, those of you who may have been here for some time know that shady hair companies are nothing new, and we've seen it with Monade and Diva Curl. When hair is a similar tangled mess, so let's get right into this hairy situation and see what we can find. Having beautiful, healthy, shiny hair is possible without shampoo. And I'm gonna show you how to get it today with Wen. Today we have Elaine who has medium to coarse hair, but her ends are really dry. So I'm gonna show you how to properly cleanse her hair and you at home. What I want you to do is get in the shower and rinse your hair for one to two minutes thoroughly. I'm going to do six pumps in the crown, six pumps to the nape, six pumps to the ends and right, six pumps to the left. Six pumps, six pumps, six pumps, 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 pumps. Reason being is you need to use enough when to get in there and really cleanse your scalp. When Hair Care was founded by Chaz Dean, a celebrity hairstylist. Chaz was born in Vermont and adopted as a child before eventually settling in LA, California in the mid 80s. He started off as a photographer and amateur stylist before earning his cosmetology certification. The WEN website reads, his interest in hair quickly blossomed into a professional career specializing in both cutting and color. As he worked on perfecting his skills, he also started helping a highly successful company develop a product line, which is where he developed an interest in creating products. Chaz Dean quickly climbed the ranks at an upscale salon in Bel Air, becoming manager and soon thereafter, purchasing the salon and building clientele, which included an impressive roster of celebrities. The Chaz Dean Salon relocated to Hollywood, where it was renamed Chaz Dean Studio. Another source elaborates and says, his salon has since become very popular and is known for its tranquil atmosphere and all natural line of hair and body care products that were developed by Mr. Dean. The salon caters to the rich and famous and does not advertise. He is most widely recognized for his hair care infomercials and for his appearances on the reality show Flipping Out, in which celebrity designer Jeff Lewis worked on his three-part bungalow for most of season three. I was able to find his salon online and of course, seeing as it's called Chasdine Studio. The studio has glowing reviews on Yelp and according to Wen's website, it means to offer high-scale clients an escape from paparazzi and an intimate secluded environment. Funnily enough though, I don't see much mention of Wen's story on the Wen website. When I clicked on the Why It's Unique tab on the WEN website, I expected to hear a story about Chaz and how he developed these products because no one else was using the argon and coconut oil he was, or some sort of explanation as to how unsustainable the industry appeared to him and how he wanted to change things. Instead, all I found was some basic information about his product line, sales line, like this helps give your hair volume, shine, and soft touchable hold without residue, but nothing about WEN's creation itself. I'm not saying that these stories don't exist or that this proves Chad's made these products on a whim to make money. I've got no idea what his motives were. 
But if I, as an individual, created a product line, that would absolutely be a part of my website and part of the story on the About Us page. This just struck me as a bit odd, and that's all I'm really saying by pointing this out. I mean, the website doesn't even say when when was founded, and God, that's a bit of a tongue twister, try and say that five times fast. But I had to go through another source entirely to learn that they were developed in the late 1990s. In fact, while Wen's actual website seems devoid of information, it's Chaz's own site that says all of his under a philosophy page, and that reads, Chaz's own hair care line is made with natural ingredients, and he never uses bleach or developer with high levels of peroxide when coloring hair. A firm believer in educating his clients on how to maintain the health and integrity of their hair, Dean teaches that shampoos, bleach, and irons are extremely damaging and drying to the hair. So dedicated is he to this philosophy that his WEN product line does not include a shampoo. Rather, his cleansing conditioner is a single product that both cleanses and conditions without the use of sodium lauryl sulfate or other damaging detergents found in shampoos. He has not used shampoo on himself or clients since 1993. As for the why to WEN, that much was at least a little easier to discover. Most say that WEN was meant to revolutionize shampoo, which lines up with what Chaz has said on that philosophy page, according to one source. Over the course of his years working in the beauty industry, he developed the opinion that most commercially available shampoo was counterproductive, and as a result, has not used it on either himself or clients in over 14 years. However, this doesn't mean that Chaz prefers dirty hair. He claims that there is a gentler way to achieve silky, clean tresses using oils, conditioning agents, and non-ionic surfactants to dissolve and gently remove oils and dirt from the scalp and hair. Using skills honed in a previous product development project, he designed a system of cleansing that his marketing material proclaims to be a revolutionary new concept. The result is a highly successful WEN hair care product line founded upon the concept of a sulfate-free, non-foaming cleansing and moisturizing conditioner. Anyone familiar with curly girl or no shampoo methods have probably heard of this before. And I mentioned in my Diva Curl video, probably about a year ago now, about how many sulfate and silicone free products there are out there. But for those of you that don't know, the curly girl method is, as one name suggests, a method for getting those soft, shiny, defined curls with little frizz and tangles. It says to avoid sulfates commonly found in shampoos, which strip your hair of its natural oils and silicones, commonly found in conditioners that can build up over time. The main point of this no poo idea that Chaz was catching on to, AKA using less shampoo. So now that we know a little bit about the history, let's dig into some of the products. Now, in order to view products on the one website, you actually need an account. And I don't see a way to create one either. I've only really seen this with MLMs before. Now, I am not saying that when is an MLM, just that when a product website doesn't actually make it easier to access their products, it's gonna raise a few eyebrows, right? However, Chaz Dean's website does have the products listed, so I was able to take a look at them there. And seriously, all the information is on Chaz's website, so what's the point of the one website even to begin with? I started with the cleansing conditioner, considering that it sounded like what really started the brand, as he mentioned conditioners earlier, and holy shit, it is $72. That's a lot of money, and you would hope that there's gold or diamond dust or something in this, but it doesn't appear to be so. One of their cleansing conditioners read, When Truth Cleansing Conditioner is a universal formula designed to bring out the best in your hair by combining amino acids, peptides, and our antioxidant-rich 4T complex, along with our exclusive bamboo water complex, rich in vitamins, minerals, and silica to help promote healthy hair growth. Chaz designed this formula from the ground up to repair, restore, protect, and strengthen your hair while improving elasticity, volume, and shine in all hair types. 
This is on par with some of the most expensive and sustainable brands that I've heard at. Think of like Aveda, for example. When is incredibly expensive, but whether or not it's worth it, I suppose we'll have to see. Now, the thing is, if you look at the ingredient list of when products, it's true. You won't see sulfates that can strip your hair of natural oils. However, when you do look at the ingredient list, you will see something called amodimethicone, which is another kind of silicone, and some also have trimethicone in them as well. Now, silicones aren't inherently evil or anything. They act as sealants that add that shiny slip to hair. Thankfully, some sources say there's not a large risk of buildup with amodimethicone, as it's relatively lightweight when compared to dimethicone. However, Other sources say it's not water soluble and it can build up in your hair. Now, if you're using products with sulfates, this isn't really an issue because sulfates can strip your hair of oils and silicones. But when, as we know, is sulfate free? To my understanding, this is partly why DivaCurl and WEN have had issues. They love the idea of being sulfate free because it sounds green and natural and follows all the trends. But if they leave silicones in their products that aren't water soluble and someone is sticking to WEN products alone, well, eventually that can build up and absolutely ruin someone's hair. Other sources say that, hey, plenty of silicones do work well. Not everything ending in cone is a monster. Some say trimethicone isn't water soluble and other sources claim that amodimethicone is actually partially water soluble and can be washed out with water. But seriously, there's no shortage of sources that disagree with each other about this, and it makes it really hard to determine what the facts are. One source even stated, amodimethicone is often used in products designed for curly textured or wavy hair. This is because it is a lighter silicone than dimethicone, so it doesn't weigh down the hair. Amodimethicone also selectively binds to more damaged hair. The structure of amodimethicone is such that when you used in a conditioner, their anamine groups, if you did chemistry in high school, think back to the NH slash NH2 groups, become positively charged. When the hair is dry or damaged, either by bleaching or the natural texture of the hair, the hair loses the protective coating on the surface of the hair shaft. When this protective layer is damaged, it exposes a hydrophilic or water-loving layer. This secondary layer of the hair attracts positively charged groups such as amodimethicone. In this way, amodimethicone selectively binds to damage or dry hair. This prevents areas of the hair shaft that don't need protection from being weighed down by the hair product or leaving your curls heavy or your hair limp. The protective coating that is created by amodimethicone is relatively long lasting compared to other silicone products. However, unlike other silicones, amodimethicone doesn't leave buildup on the hair. Now, I could be entirely wrong, and with so much debate around this, it seems like there's only one thing I can say for sure. It depends on the person. However, if enough people are having issues, then it could be that the company simply got their cones wrong, didn't consider the solubility, or simply didn't put enough effort into the science behind their product. Now, this is pure speculation. I just felt it was worth mentioning. But before we get into the complaints surrounding WEN, there's another important aspect to WEN that we need to cover, and that's their advertising. Now, one thing that helped propel WEN into the industry giant that it became was its advertising. Celebrities like Alyssa Milano and Gwyneth Paltrow endorsed it. The products were featured on QVC, a home shopping network, and they were marketed by an auto ship giant, Guthy Ranker. In early 2015, actress Brooke Shields was their official brand ambassador. Now I've got issues with Gwyneth Paltrow and her ridiculous pseudoscience brand group, but those are other episodes entirely. I can't say I'm surprised to see her here. That's all I'm really saying. If she can't be bothered to research her own products and be sure they aren't harmful, well, naturally she'd support anything with the word revolutionary stamped on it before sealing if they've done any damage. In case you can't tell, I'm a little bitter about spending an entire afternoon in her online summit from last year. I'm still very bitter about that. 
But anyway, I found one of Wen's ads on QVC to see if there's any wild claims or shady behavior. At first, I was actually a little bit hopeful when I heard at the very start that they were matching charitable donations until I heard that they're donating money to the Wounded Warriors. Now, the Wounded Warriors are also an entirely separate episode. I swear, Goop, Wounded Warriors, like what's next? Are they collaborating with a supplement MLM? Like, don't get any ideas when I'm just saying you're collaborating with a lot of people who've been featured here. About a minute into the advertisement, there's a woman on the QVC that's hosting beside Chad. She doesn't say her name, but she looks like the QVC host, Sean Killinger. She states that Wen has won awards for 11 years every single year that it's been running, but she never states what the competition is. Like, is it a QVC thing? Like, what is the contest Wen is competing in? Like, what are they winning? So that's a little bit frustrating, but I couldn't find anything when I Googled it. Like, Wen hair care winner, nothing. I'm not saying this means they haven't won any actual awards, but it'd actually be nice to like, you know, see that, see what those awards are. If she was clear about the credentials, like, I don't know, it just seems a little deceptive to me, but I'll go on. About four minutes in, Chaz puts the product in a model's hair and shows how it's helped one of his long-term customers. When it comes to some of these before and after photos, I've got to say, it looks like they've been really brushed roughly and then styled. One of the before photos doesn't even make sense because it looks wet. Plus what's important to note is that all of this says after with pro styling. Professional styling is of course going to make hair look incredible. Healthy hair may look better and easier to work with, but I would much, much rather see what people's hair looks like with when without pro styling. Because if these women's hair looks so fantastic and gorgeous because of the shampoo, then show that off. I'd be far more inclined to believe that this product works if it weren't for the fact that their hair is done up for the cameras. They're incredibly pushy, insisting that they're going to sell it at any moment. But I feel that that goes without saying, it is a home shopping network. So I can't exactly say I'm surprised. As for their celebrity endorsements, Gwyneth Paltrow said in the recent years that her favorite hair conditioner is actually a Mark Anthony brand. So, you know, so much for sticking with when. Truth in Advertising also took issue with their marketing and analyzed one commercial in particular, and their article reads, when Wen Hair Care says to stop using shampoo as it does in the above commercial for one of its cleansing conditioner starter kits, it doesn't mean stop using all shampoos, though that's probably the takeaway most viewers get. No, Wen means stop using shampoos containing harsh sulfates. There are, by the way, many sulfate-free shampoos. A fine print disclaimer clarifies this, but it's almost impossible to catch between the video's quick cuts at the start of the commercial. Disclaimers are by nature less conspicuous than the message advertisers want to impress on customers. One's message in this commercial is that its so-called natural product is better than shampoo, which the company says causes finer, thinner, and weaker hair. What the company is really selling is a negative option offer that charges nearly $100 every three months for additional products unless you cancel the program. That disclaimer is in a tiny, tiny little print and it's almost impossible to read at the start of the commercial with how quickly it moves. Plus, maybe this is going to sound nitpicky, but these kinds of advertisements really rub me the wrong way. Like it's like, stop using shampoo, but use our shampoo. Everyone's hair is different. Like maybe someone with fine oily hair needs to use sulfate shampoo every day. Like who the hell knows? You got to do what's best for you. So for a company to make sweeping broad generalizations and act like they are the ultimate solution to all hair problems, I mean, they might as well be setting themselves up for failure too. But anyway, now that we know who the company is and what they sell, we're going to start taking a look at the many, many issues and complaints. But before we jump into discussing issues with Wen Hair Care and the FDA, let's just take a quick moment to thank today's sponsors. 
Making content is obviously one of the things I have to do pretty much five days a week at this point. But as many of you know, it's not always a seamless process. Many of you have seen the many phases of my thumbnails go from good to bad, to maybe good again, to questionable. And if anything, every time my thumbnails go back to gold, it's because I use Canva Pro. And with Canva Pro, I feel like I can design anything that I want. Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Whether you're a design professional or just getting started, designing with Canva Pro is amazingly fast and fun. And Canva Pro comes with endless premium fonts, photos, and videos, so you can do much more and add your personality and edge to whatever you're designing. And seriously, they even have their own background remover tool that keeps your photos in high resolution too, because I know when you're sometimes looking for photos, there is nothing with a transparent background and you gotta make it yourself and it's a pain in the tuchus. And now that problem's taken away. So design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45 day extended trial when you use my promo code. Just go to canva.me slash casket to get your free 45 day extended trial. That's canva.me slash casket, canva.me slash casket. This episode is also sponsored by Adam and Eve. Way back in the dark ages, probably around 1970, a legend was born. And that's right, Adam and Eve is turning 50 years old this year. And to celebrate their 50th birthday, they've got something big in store for us. Adam and Eve is offering my listeners 50% off one item with free shipping in the US and Canada when you use code MLM at checkout. And the best part, Adam and Eve doesn't just help you, you know, feel good, they actually do good too. 20% of their profit goes straight to fighting the spread of HIV all around the world. That and paired with their 90 day no hassle return policy and their 24 seven customer service, you really can't go wrong. So don't wait until you're as old as Adam and Eve. Head on over to adamandeve.com now and use code MLM at checkout to get 50% off one item and free shipping in the US and Canada. Some exclusions may apply. So one more time for the folks in the back, go to adamandeve.com and use code MLM at checkout to get 50% off one item of your choice and free shipping in the US and Canada. Make sure to go to adamandeve.com, use code MLM. So now let's get into the when hair care and FDA problems. According to one source, as far back as 2010, users have reported adverse effects from use of when cleansing conditioner. Complaints have included hair loss, bald patches, hair breakage, and discoloration. Adverse reactions have also included itching, skin rash, and eye irritation. In some cases, users have claimed adverse reactions and events after three or fewer uses. Others have occurred over a longer period of time. The US Food and Drug Administration regulates cosmetic products, including shampoos and other hair treatments through the Food, Drug and Cosmetic Act. The FDNC Act regulates manufacturing and states only that ingredients must be safe for human use and that the products must be free of contamination, but does not guarantee the effectiveness of cosmetic products. The FDA does not require product testing once products are formulated. Labeling requirements are specified and no health, medical, or claims of disease treatment or cure can be made on labeling or in promotional materials, but cosmetic claims such as improves, softens, and other cosmetic statements related to appearance are allowed. No testing regarding effectiveness is required and the agency does not approve cosmetic products, but may remove them from the market if they are found to be unsafe or harmful. Though consumers began making complaints to the WEN company several years before, by mid 2014, at least 127 reports have been filed with the FDA. 
This number of reports allowed and prompted the FDA to open an investigation into the WEN Company and Chaz Dean Incorporated and its manufacturing and distribution facilities and to the parent company, Guthy Ranker. And we will get into the investigation in just a second, but let's get into some of these earlier complaints. I know that 127 may not sound like a lot. However, as one source states, in 2007, the agency received fewer than 200 complaints total for all personal care products throughout the company. So 127 for one product is quite a lot. After all, it's one thing for a product to not make our hair quite as sleek as we hoped. It's another for people to report irritated scalps and hair falling out. The majority of complaints eventually received from customers was about the Sweet Almond Mint Cleansing Conditioner. As Chad said various times on QVC, in the clips I watched, and on many other episodes, this was his first product, and it's, as he says, universal. I don't know how he can possibly say this when, according to the FDA's website, up to November 15th, 2016, the FDA has received 1,386 reports from consumers. When the FDA inspected the manufacturing and distribution facilities for these products, we learned that consumers had reported reactions in more than 21,000 complaints submitted to Chaz Dean Incorporated and Guthy Ranker LLC, the companies that market and manufacture the products. The law does not require cosmetic companies to share their safety information, including consumer complaints with the FDA, nor does the law require mandatory reporting of adverse events to the FDA. Guthy Ranker stated that since 2011, at least 66% of all reports specifically about hair loss have named the sweet almond mint variety. The following varieties were named most often in reported reactions. Sweet almond mint, 5,689 complaints. Lavender, 2,537 complaints. Pomegranate, 1,542 complaints. And this is a massive spike in complaints from 127 in the early days to over 20,000. I could maybe question a few hundred complaints as a small percentage of people having errors. I'm not saying that when shouldn't investigate, but you know, maybe it could be something as simple as a bad batch. However, well over 20,000 complaints between multiple products. Yeah, that's not a bad batch. That sounds like a bad formula. A class action lawsuit was filed as this investigation took place in late 2015. And yet, despite these literal tens of thousands of complaints, the FDA couldn't really do very much. Legislation that would give the FDA the authority to test ingredients used in cosmetics and issue mandatory recalls has been presented before, but Guthy Ranker, Wen's distributor, has lobbied against it. Guthy Ranker carries brands such as Crepe Erase and Meaningful Beauty, brands that you'll often see on QVC or home shopping channels and infomercials. They were also the people behind Proactive. Guthy Ranker has actually had some serious problems even in recent years. In 2019, the National Advertising Division came after them for the claims they used surrounding Crepe Erase as they paid out an $8.5 million lawsuit that same year for auto renewal payments surrounding when and proactive. According to one source, direct beauty marketing company Guthy Ranker settled an $8.5 million lawsuit alleging it illegally charged customers for when hair and proactive acne products through automatic payment renewals, officials announced this week. Prosecutors accused the El Segundo company of failing to disclose to customers buying the product online that they would be recurring charges for the product. So yeah, I guess it makes perfect sense why Guthy Ranker would be all for giving the FDA less power to call them out and lobby Congress to feel the same. As an aside note, this is incredibly shady of when to promote these auto renewal payments, though I promise we will get to those complaints in a moment as well. Mary Kay, unsurprisingly, has also been against these amendments because as one of their representatives stated, 
if you are in business and not involved in politics, then politics will run your business. I understand that these companies, whether Wen, Mary Kay, or anyone else don't wanna be controlled, but the total lack of regulation in the personal care industry has been worrying for quite some time now. As the New York Times stated, the face-off comes amid growing consumer concern about the safety of beauty care products and follows a string of other scares, including the discovery of hair products and skin creams containing hazardous ingredients such as formaldehyde and mercury. People don't realize there is effectively no regulation of cosmetics, said Representative Frank Pallone Jr., Democrat of New Jersey. He, along with Ms. Feinstein and Ms. Collins, has pushed to strengthen a 1938 law that was passed to regulate the pharmaceutical industry, but contained two pages that address cosmetics, leaving it essentially unregulated. Joe Hickson, a spokesman for Guthy Ranker, the distributor of WEN, said the company has evidence and studies that we believe demonstrate WEN is safe and does not cause hair loss. In addition to it sounding like Zen, the system is a completely adverse way of looking at cleansing the hair, the product's website boasts. Thus, when is new spelled backwards. The company also sells what it calls unique formulations, gentle for pediatric use. Miriam Lawrence of Denver said she used Wen's sweet almond mint cleansing conditioner on the hair of her daughter, Eliana, then nine, about three times in late 2014. Within days, her daughter's brush was full of hair. Three weeks later, Eliana was bald. It changed our life in just a couple shampoos. It's ridiculous, said Miss Lawrence, whose daughter has grown back most of her hair and eyebrows. It was marketed to be extra gentle, no harsh chemicals. Mr. Pallone, in a letter to the FDA and Guthy Renker, was pressed for answers about the Wen case. And in an interview, he cited it as an example of why current law is failing and more rigorous regulation is needed. And yep, you did actually hear that right. Wen claims that they're safe for kids and yet their products made a nine-year-old go completely bald. One was initially denying any responsibility around this time too. And yes, thankfully Eliana has grown back most of her hair, but others have said their hair has grown back more brittle since they used when. One reviewer on Consumer Affairs named Christine said that even though she gave up when three years ago, the damage has been done and her hair has changed ever since. Anna said the same, that even after visiting four dermatologists, her regrowth has been poor. So far, the fact is that when has been marketing itself as a product that's safe for kids when these complaints imply that it could do long-term damage to hair, and that makes them extra scummy in my eyes. If I were growing up with bald patches, I probably would have been bullied, teased, and my self-confidence would have been shot. And as a matter of fact, I don't even have to say that in a hypothetical sense. My younger sister has severe alopecia and from time to time she does lose her hair and she gets bald patches and she was bullied really, really badly in middle school and in high school. And I kind of had to be the big sister that had to step in. And I can see even now that that issue from when she was younger has had a profound effect on her in adulthood now. And it's just really sad to see that my own sister will never be as fully confident as I think she could have been because she's so self-conscious about what happened. School kids can be ruthless at times. So I feel terrible for any children that may have had to deal with this at the hands of their parents using when care. Unfortunately, like I said earlier, there was really nothing the FDA could do. Unless when clearly violated the law by contaminating a product, the government has no recourse, even if a product is dangerous. So as long as it's legal, their hands are tied. Mary Kay and the Direct Selling Association have worked to lobby against these new policies that would give the FDA power to act in these types of situations. So at this time, we're finally going to get into the class action lawsuit and the companies involved. So let's see what mess Wen has gotten themselves into. 
Now, the first thing I want to explain is how this lawsuit was broken up into levels or tiers. According to the court documents, there's four different tiers to this lawsuit. The first, where a maximum reward is $2,500, is described as mild scalp irritation or up to 20% of hair loss. Hair regrowth took between one to four months, no emotional distress, no medical evidence to support claims, but limited photographic evidence. Council estimate that the majority of claimants will fall into this category. The second, which was $2,500 to $7,500, is described as noticeable hair loss up to 33% or scalp irritation. Small bald spots and or obvious thinning can be observed in photographs. Claimant likely filed a documented complaint with their when retailer or another entity prior to becoming aware of this lawsuit and detailed their hair loss in that complaint. Hair regrowth likely took between five to 10 months. Claimant possesses photographic evidence documenting their hair loss and timing of regrowth. Witness statements verifying the hair loss is required. The third, between $7,500 and $12,500 is large bald spots or overall thinning that covered more than one third of the claimant's head. Claimant sought treatment from a doctor or other healthcare provider related to their hair loss and possesses evidence of the visits. Claimant received medical advice and subsequent treatment regarding their hair loss and spent money on treatments from which the claimant possesses receipts. Witness statements verifying the hair loss is required. Hair regrowth took between 11 and 18 months. Claimant likely suffered documented moderate to severe emotional distress resulting from their hair loss. Then the last year between $12,500 to $20,000 is loss of more than 50% of hair, including but not limited to large bald spots. Hair regrowth has been minimal. Claimant made complaints, possesses photographic evidence of the condition and visited a healthcare provider. Claimant saw a therapist or other healthcare provider one or more times prior to receiving notice of this settlement to discuss depression, anxiety, or other emotional distress caused by hair loss and possesses receipts for the same. Two women, Amy Friedman and Judy Miller, that filed the suit were both awarded $25,000. So that shows how bad their hair loss must have been. But some sources say she lost around a third of her hair. And even after stopping when, when her hair was falling out, Judy Miller was using multiple products, some when, some not, and realized she was only losing her hair where she applied when, and at the particular spot by the crown of her head. Other sources say not only should there be proper warning on packages, but that responsibility also falls on when, because these many thousands of complaints were not monitored. The article states, the researchers writing this week in JAMA Internal Medicine say that the situation shouldn't have gone this far. Michael Kwa, Leah J. Welty, and Shua Su of Northwestern University say that researchers and regulators need better surveillance, monitoring, and coordinated data collection to protect consumers. Better cosmetic surveillance is needed given their ubiquity and lack of pre-market approval pathway, they write. Unlike devices, pharmaceuticals, and dietary supplements, cosmetic manufacturers have no legal obligation to forward adverse events to the FDA. So because when wasn't required to tell the FDA about the adverse reactions, and because there's so little the FDA can do in the first place with personal care products, that's how perfect storms like these situations happen. Consumer Affairs continues to have reviews that say the product is giving them adverse reactions to this day. They've only got just one and a half stars based on over a thousand ratings. Michelle said in September, 2020, that she broke out with itchy pimples all over her scalp that became scabs. Susan said that she did experience hair loss, but she wasn't allowed to return the product after it did nothing for her. Jan said her hair fell out and she soon stopped using it. Her hair began to grow back. Carmen said her hair fell out by the handful. Sandra said her hair wasn't growing back the way it was. And it's really upsetting to read just so many of these, just so many of them. 
even the argument, it's just hair, it grows back, doesn't work here because some of the comments say the hair isn't growing back the way it used to be. And besides, even if the hair does grow back, that doesn't make this okay. That doesn't make what these people went through any less upsetting or stressful for them. One 2019 interview from Lena that I found especially upsetting reads as follows. I'm feeling very worried about this brand now when I look back. I started using this product in 2010 and I was so impressed. I blow dried and styled, which was all new to me and I even took photos to show it off. In less than a year, I was shedding and my hair had dried out to the point that I looked like Einstein, even after I had washed and conditioned back using regular salon products. My hair is also thinned out at the back and my hair just never recovered. This should not have happened in my early thirties. I should not have had the hair of a 90 year old. I had kept using these products for several years without realizing that was the problem. My hair continues to have all these problems several years after no more use. It's been nine years since she started using WEN and the problems haven't stopped. I don't know exactly when she stopped using it, but I would be devastated if this were me. And yes, in addition to the many, many negative reviews, there's some positives in there that say their hair looks better now more than ever. I won't pretend that this hasn't worked for everyone. However, when there's tens of thousands of complaints, then I don't think these people losing their hair are just outliers. In my eyes and in the court's eyes too, this was an issue with WEN itself. According to one source, from what we understand about the product and how it causes hair loss, it contains virtually no cleanser. Attorney Amy Davis told CBS Los Angeles when the initial lawsuit was filed. It's like using lotion to wash your hair. So instead of removing the product when you rinse it off, it just becomes impacted in your hair follicle. Eventually, after all of Wen's appeals were exhausted, tier payments were made in 2018. Wen ended up having to pay around $26 million in this class action lawsuit to those whose hair they destroyed. The photos people have posted about their hair loss too are insanely devastating. Some websites have compiled the absolute worst images that show bald spots, almost completely bald heads and sinks full of hair. Like you name it, it's there. However, what makes this all especially frustrating to me has been Wen's reaction and what Chaz has said to completely invalidate these women's experiences. So let's get into this tangled mess next. According to one source, Chaz and his team conducted clinical trials after all of this happened. And that should be fantastic, right? Then he can understand what went wrong and to see how they can improve. But this isn't exactly the case. These clinical trials only reaffirm Chaz's belief that his products are safe. To see what was being said in the press and in the lawsuits about a brand I poured my heart and soul into for over 20 years really hurt me to my core, says Dean. When has been my everything for so long? I was torn apart. My first question to my team was how do we help these people? I've spent my life helping people and working to give my clients beautiful, healthy hair. I understand that hair loss is a very emotional issue for anyone suffering from it. So no matter what the outcome was going to be of the allegations, there were a lot of people involved who needed support and deserved answers. Knowing how intricate the hair loss category is, the first step for us was to test the products. To prove his products were safe, Dean worked with Wen's retail partner, Gunthy Ranker, to conduct a six-week human safety test in which the cleansing conditioners in question were tested against a nationally recognized competitor brand of shampoo, and the results were comparable. According to Dean, this clinical study revealed that Wen did not have any increased occurrence of hair loss with a mass market shampoo and conditioner. None of the subjects showed hair loss or negative reactions as a result of using Wen products. So do I really have to explain why working with your retail partner for a six week long clinical trial isn't going to do anything? Well, I probably do. First of all, of course, Guthy Riker is going to tell you there's nothing wrong. They're the ones selling it. Secondly, why wouldn't you have a third party test this? Is that really hard to do? 
With so many companies I've discussed on this channel, MLMs approving their own products and now when doing the same thing, it's almost impossible to conduct a third-party testing. Not to mention, these studies were not released to the public. So how can we even trust them? How many people took part in them? Was it just models and customers that the product worked on or brand new unbiased users? We have nothing of knowing, no way of understanding what those studies were doing and they were never released. So chances are we may never know. They just kind of bullshitted us and go, yeah, it's fine. When did consult with dermatologists who said that many women suffer from hair loss and when is safe. The thing is on its own, even if when doesn't have ingredients that could harm you, If it builds up on your hair, that could be what causes this hair loss. Lotions may be safe, but you still wouldn't dump them on your hair if it means they're going to trap the follicles, dirt, oils, etc. That's how this situation looks to me anyway. The ingredients may not be unsafe and I can't prove that, but that doesn't mean they can't have negative effects either. But this still isn't over. James H. Brown and Associates, a law firm that is counsel on yet another class action lawsuit against Chaz Dean, Guthrie Ranker, and Wen stated, On May 31st, 2019, the Alberta Court of Queen's Bench granted a preliminary approval order granting initial settlement approval and certification of the class. The deadline for a claim passed on January 30th, 2020, and the case is slowly moving forward. This is happening in Canada by the sounds of it, and it's a similar class action lawsuit that simply states, hey, you did the same thing to us, we wanna pay out too. According to page eight of those court documents, The parties wish to enter into a compromise and settlement to avoid the uncertainty and expense of litigation and to achieve a fair, reasonable, and adequate resolution of the lawsuit on behalf of all members of the settlement class in Canada. Without a doubt, Wen does not want any more bad press and the law firm, I'm sure, wants to handle this as quickly as possible for their clients. Again, I can't know with 100% certainty what exactly happened with Wen and their customers, but there's enough evidence that proves to me that they need to start taking responsibility. Frankly, I'd love to see when have a third party actually test their products in the long term and then release that to the public so we could have some actual answers. Unfortunately, I doubt that that's ever going to happen. But with all of that being said, that's where I'm going to end today's episode of The Corporate Casket. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure that you're liking, subscribing, and following so that you can stay up to date on all the latest episodes. And if you wanna connect with me outside of these episodes, make sure you're clicking on my Linktree link, which has links to all of my social media and other projects that I'm working on. So thank you all so much for making it, hanging out, vibing, listening, whatever you've been up to. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.